0: FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Hey, this is just a friendly reminder that the left does not want violence. They want us to ratchet down the crazy talk. uh, Because we are the violent ones. We on the right are violent and they are the pacifists. They are just trying to make everybody get along. We need to ratchet it down. That's why when you listen to MSNBC... All they're trying to do is just calm everything. MSNBC analyst says Trump supporters are likely to, to kill. <laughs> I'm reading the headline here. I'm just reading the headline. I'll read the story to you. A political analyst is warning that a small subset of Donald Trump supporters are highly likely to try to kill people. As the former president's rhetoric continues to become more violent. So they're just trying to turn down the volume a little bit by telling us that there are people in, on the right who are likely, in fact, highly likely to start murdering people going into 2024. During an interview on MSNBC Sunday, Brian Kloss, an associate professor in global politics at the University of College London, was asked how concerned people should be about Trump's increasingly violent rhetoric. So it's not, it's not them. They're not saying this. They're saying that we're saying this. He says, quote, it's the biggest story of the 2024 election, but it's not being treated like that in the press. I think that's a real failing because it has become the banality of crazy incitement to violence. This sort of normalcy and routine of the Trump of Trump saying things that could get people killed. So he wants to just turn down the volume a little bit. You have him, and here's his examples of Trump doing this. You have him suggesting that you could execute America's top general. If you saw that quote, that's not what he said. Uh, But then he goes on to say, on Friday night, he joked about Paul Pelosi being attacked. And the crowd laughed when he was referencing an 82-year-old man being hit over the head with a hammer, Klaus said. So they're just taking what Trump said. They're just saying that he's violent, and he has, says violent things, that he's the one inciting violence. But they, you know what? But they're, they're misquoting Trump. So who's really inciting violence here? Uh, because Trump, if you saw that quote, it's actually pretty funny. He says, yeah, two grown men in their underwear, one of them holding a the hammer. And everybody laughs. laughs. Well, that's inciting violence, apparently. Um, just because he's willing to say what everybody thinks. He goes, that's really weird. Actually, he says uh, two grown men in their underwear, one of them a male prostitute, one of them holding the hammer. You know, it was something like that, and it, it, everybody laughed because everybody's like, yeah, that's it's weird. Uh, even though nobody knows what in the world was happening, he's willing to say it, you know, from the stage. But this host is saying, but that's inciting violence because the way he says it, and I'm going to read it again. He says, joked about Paul Pelosi being attacked and the crowd laughed when he was referencing an 82-year-old man being hit over the head with a hammer. He goes on, he called to execute people who shoplift from stores, a very minor crime and one to take seriously, but obviously not worthy of execution. Also, he has demonized a variety of people in his various outlets on Truth Social and his discussions in front of crowds. No quote there, just saying he demonizes people. Um, Klaas said the behaviors are all related related to a term called stochastic terrorism. It's an academic jargon term, but basically what it means is when someone who is very powerful and influential targets or demonizes individual groups in the public. At least a small sum number of their followers will take them as marching orders. And, of course, they will begin to murder. So just what I read just there, you were talking about demonizing certain groups. I would agree that that is something that dictators and uh, fear mongers will do. They will do that. Uh, but here's the quotes he gave. Just, just reminding you here, he gave a quote about uh, General Milley, Paul Pelosi, and then the only group that he references in there is shoplifters. So he's he's worried, I guess, about protecting shoplifters from I hate crimes. I don't know what you'd call those because it would be any group of people or race that would be shoplifting. Uh, then he goes on. He's, he's like, no, it's not just about those groups that I already just mentioned. There really was just one group, shoplifters. Uh, but he goes on to say, here are the groups that he's talking about. His intended victims include former Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Cory Booker, former CIA... Oh, it's talking about a guy who was mailing pipe bombs to Trump critics uh, named Caesar Sayoc, which I, I've never even heard of this before. Um, actually, maybe vaguely in the back of my brain. He, his intended victims included Vice President Joseph Biden, Senator Cory Booker, Former CIA Director John Brennan, Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, CNN, Robert De Niro, Kamala Harris, former Attorney General Eric Holder, former President Barack Obama, George Soros, Thomas Steyer, and Representative Maxine Waters. Once again, um, none of these people groups, other than I guess CNN would be a group. But all of the people that he's listing are not groups. So his entire premise is that this is called stochastic terrorism, which identifies groups, isolates them for attack. Not a single group other than CNN and shoplifters does he list. And this list is people that aren't listed by Trump at all. These are some random dude who wanted to pipe bomb people and didn't do it uh, because he was unsuccessful at it. Let me, let me point to some real-life examples because they would say January 6th was a big deal and say that was the, the terrorism we're talking about. But who is the grou- Who is the stochastic terrorist group they were identifying there? Who Congress? A bipartisan Congress? I don't know. The, the whole premise of this is so stupid, but it's the kind of stuff that sounds really official because he is a professor in global politics at Universal College, University College London. Um, and he's on MSNBC talking about these things. He sounds very official, but his whole premise doesn't even make any sense, even with the, in the confines of his own dissertation here. So who who actually is the recipient of violence lately? Well, I can think of a, a few just offhand um, businesses, anybody in the inner city in 2020 who had to deal with boarding up their windows um, who had to deal with fires and looting and violence, oh, that actually continues in big cities, not just because of political persecution. You know, they, they, they shrouded it in politics in 2020. Really, it was just nonsense. It was just a bunch of crazy people just going nuts and, and shrouding it in politics and saying, well, this is for a cause. And they got protection for that. They got bailed out of jail by the vice president of the United States now, Kamala Harris. Uh, who else has been a recipient of violence? I mean, you could list a lot of individuals. You could say Steve Scalise is one. We've been talking about him this week. He was shot by a uh, crazy Democrat at a congressional baseball game. Um, who almost. Uh, oh, yeah, Brett, Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, somebody tried to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh based on his politics. These people, they they love to talk in these vague terms that don't really make any sense when you analyze them. And then in real life, it still doesn't bear out the way that they're hoping it does. The only arguments I've ever had with leftists on this topic, it's very difficult to argue with them because they'll cite the FBI. They'll say, well, the FBI has determined that this group is a terrorist organization this group, but these other groups aren't. And they'll use the FBI. Well, the FBI has been doing this for years where they attack right-wing groups. The IRS has been doing it. We know they were doing it at least in 2014, probably before. But that's on record. This stuff is everywhere they spin 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 that it's right wing violence that needs to be controlled and needs to be rooted out when in fact it's just violence in general I'm not gonna say it's all democrats either I'm just gonna say it's just violence violence is on the rise if we're gonna actually address the topic let's talk about why people are so much more violent are willing to to do crime willing to murder why is inner city crime so high? Why is murder up? Why is theft up? Why is all this stuff up? But nobody wants to actually talk about that issue. They want to couch it in uh, pre existing uh, ideologies, uh, you know, a lot of them po- political, but a lot of them even more social than that. They want to make it racial, they want to make it socioeconomic. Uh, and it's, it's much more based on poverty than it is on race at all. But even that doesn't quite solve it. But who's actually talking about that? Nobody really. Because the academics who are supposed to be the ones who are the bleeding hearts who talk about this stuff, they've been completely co-opted by the left into academics that just basically just use race as a precursor for everything. So the people who are trying to solve these things or should be solving these things are not